Hey guys, welcome back to the Free Your Mind podcast. This is G. Um, I'm back on another Wednesday for a new episode, new topic, new guest. Everything's really exciting because I love this person very much. They gave birth to me. It's also my mom. She's awesome. Say hi, mom. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Gina, for having me on the show. Um, It's great to be here, and um, I'm also very proud of you for your podcast. Thank you. So I'm finally happy you made it to the podcast. So you want to know what we're doing this this episode? What are we doing? We're talking about toxic friendships. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's so crazy. Um, I feel like I've had maybe like one or two experiences like this but nothing major nothing like extremely impactful but what about you I think I've had a few Mm -hmm. over you know the course of my 41 years of life (laughs) (laughs) um you know um I've had uh friends who have been toxic you know in my group and I've had to um kind of um let them go as friends Mm -hmm. you know and also I think romantically I've had a few um toxic relationships true true all right so I guess let's just start off from here so what are some signs to know you've outgrown someone do you want to go first or do you want me to share my input you can you can go first okay so first my firsthand experience I noticed that when, like, the dynamic of your friendship has changed, like, your interactions are, like, don't flow as much as they used to, or, and they feel more forced overall, I feel like that is a huge sign, and also that you realize you're holding on to positive experiences from the past, like, you know, like, good memories, and, that really is what's holding your friendship together. Like you justifying your relationship with this person is because you're holding on to the past and like your history or whatever. Like, for example, like you've been friends for years, you know? Yeah. Um, and another sign that I realized is that your growth isn't really supported. It's more often criticized. Like they see you like doing better for yourself and they feel threatened in some way or like, they don't support you or they're not there being like, wow, I'm so proud of you. They're just like, why are you doing that? You know, like they give that kind of energy off. Um, Another thing is you don't think like they're bad people. They're just not like for you. Like they don't, they're not compatible. It's like you don't resonate with them or anything like that anymore. Like you're just ready to take the next step. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I totally do. Um, and I think for me, um, some of the signs that I have experienced from outgrowing friends is, um, I don't enjoy hanging out with them anymore. It's like, um, I don't feel attached to our conversations anymore. Mm, you know, a toxic friend. yeah. I, and also there's a lot of, um, drama going on, you know, mm. at the same time. So it's just, um this feeling that you get inside that just kind of just tells you a voice inside, like, you know, hey, you need to step away from these people or from Mm -hmm. this person, Mm -hmm. you know. um, 
and it's just really the vibes they put out, you know, and the way they make you feel, you know. Yeah. And I think um, that, you know, when a person makes you feel a certain way, um, you just kind of remember that, and it's not a good feeling, you know. You can forgive. Like if the person's toxic, yeah, it's not a good feeling. That, yeah. And you can forgive that person, but you're never going to forget the way they made you feel. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so... So have you, so you ha- obviously if you know about this, you've had one specific friend you've, like you can, that comes to mind maybe more since you said you had a few that come to mind, right? Mm-hmm. So you can think of one that really like not impacted you, but obviously left a mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like from my personal experience, I had this one friend um, since like the beginning of high school um, and they... Um, we were best friends. Like, we were really close. We did everything together. Um, and I feel like we would constantly, like, compare ourselves to each other. And, like, we would do that. But, like, we wouldn't say it to each other. Like, I mean, I feel like this. I'm speaking from my experience, clearly. But I feel like I would constantly, like, compare myself to this other person. And um, I found myself... And I found this person also constantly competing with me or trying to one-up me or trying to do these things that, like, friends don't do. (laughs) And I feel like we both became very toxic to one another. And I found us, like, fighting over, like, boys or, like, having these passive-aggressive tendencies where we would, like, not like we'd have these disagreements or we'd feel like this some type of way about something but we would never like address it do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah like we would have like this turmoil or tension but it would never be addressed so it like was a problem because it kept happening because it kept happening and we didn't talk about it we didn't clear the air or we I didn't be like hey are we good like I never did that they never did that so I guess it was just you know it was doomed, <laughs> but, um, like, I just remember feeling, like, when I realized I was outgrowing this person, or, like, realizing that our friendship was toxic, I just remember feeling, like, really sad about it, because this person was such a big part of my life, you know, so, like, seeing, like, that we are no longer, like, best friends or they're not and I don't see them every weekend or I don't hang out with them yeah like it was crazy but that started happening over time you know from this built-up tension like we started fading and going our separate ways and then one final Mm -hmm. event like solidified it and I was like dang like I don't I don't know who you are anymore you know yeah like I need my space you know I need my space to go find new friends, go do my own thing, and, like, I'll see you, you know? Like, that was a huge thing for me. It definitely made me feel, like... I mean, today I definitely feel, like... I don't feel, like, nostalgic, but I definitely remember the good times of that relationship, and I value the good times, but I'm in a completely different point in my life. Like, I have different friends. I do different things. Like, I didn't do this podcast when that was a thing, you know? Like, when I was friends with that person. So, I feel like I definitely have a lot more confidence. And I definitely grew from since that friendship. Right. Did that person make you feel like they were better than you? And that 
you couldn't do stuff like this podcast or would put you down? Um, I don't want to say that they made me feel like less than. Like, it was hard not to feel less than because this person seemed like they had it all. So it was kind of like a personal issue in my end where I felt like I was less than this person. So, like, it was me projecting my insecurities. And I feel like that was toxic for that person and myself. Right. Like, I just couldn't really be content with the relationship. So I can say that that person had definitely done toxic things to me and I definitely have done toxic things to that person like it's not a one-way street it's two ways right for sure but um I definitely feel like since all this time has passed I feel like I have closure and I feel like I'm not really hung up on anything or any bad energy or you know anything from it like I'm I'm okay with it and I wish this person the best but you know I've outgrown them and I don't need them in my life anymore. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Well, in my experience, um, I had a friend who I had for a really long time. um, And the the reason I knew that I had outgrown this person was because I just didn't feel attached to this person anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like I had different things going on. This person had different things going on. And then on top of it, you know, there was a lot of gossip and drama going on. Mm-hmm. And I felt like um, I was backstabbed by her and betrayed. Mm-hmm. So that was very hurtful for me. Yeah. And in the past, um, she had done something similar um, with someone else. And it had to do with me as well. And I was involved. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, okay, so, you know... Um, this is like the final straw. Like, you know, I can't have this type of people in my life. So it's time to just walk away. Like, you don't need these type of friends, you know, like you have, like, I would tell myself, um, you know, I I have all these other friends and, you know, what's one less friend? Like, and then on top of it, like, it was like, it was weird. It was like, you know, I stopped talking to this person and then this person, stops talking to everybody else that I talk to my circle of friends, you know, Mm -hmm. not because of me, but because, um, that one person had drama with every single person in that group. Yeah. So, you know, that says a lot from one person that says a lot, you know, about one person when that starts happening. Yeah. So, um, I felt like, um, that was a, a really toxic person in my life and I'm so much happier without that person and not somebody that I want in my life anymore. For sure. So how did this person, like, make you feel? So this person, I mean, I can agree with you on one of um, how you felt. Like, I felt sad mm-hmm. because, you know, it was a it was a long-term friendship. Yeah. You know, and I think the long-term friendships are the ones that are the hardest to let go because you have history with that person. Yeah. You know, and um, it was sad because... It was like I never expected to feel betrayed by that person. Mm -hmm. And I always thought and felt, or at least I was optimistic to think that this person would somehow be loyal to me regardless of the past and things that happened. Yeah. You know, um, and I always thought that that this person would always be there for me, but I was wrong. Yeah. 
you know, and it just it made me feel sad. It made me feel sad because I'm human yeah. and I have feelings and it hurt me. It was yeah. really hurtful. But I think um, I had to love myself and I had to let her go. And, yeah. you know, and I still see this person around, but um, I, I don't have any um, resentment towards her. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've let it go but I don't want to be friends with her, you know, yeah, you don't I just don't want her in my life. life. You know, yeah. I, it's better to just hi bye and Hey, how are you doing? And that's it. Yeah, for sure. Just to be polite. Right. So this next little segment is so for advice for someone who feels like they might have a toxic friend, like what they could look out for, like some toxic traits and friendships. So like, For me, like, I would definitely say if they're very flaky, like, they say, like, okay, like, yeah, sure, let's hang out, but never make plans with you, or that you're always the one reaching out to make plans, and they're like, oh, like, I can't do this, you know, like, they're very, like, they're just, they don't seem into it, and you feel like you're putting all the effort in, that's definitely a toxic trait for sure. And I feel like if the person's are fake with other people, like if they talk about a bunch of other people or gossip about anyone, like you, you best believe they're talking about you. Absolutely. Like that is that is a true, true fact. True <laughs> fact. Personally experienced it, so Me it's too. facts. Um, definitely, gaslighting is such a thing. Like it's when gaslighting is when. A person makes you question your own sanity, like, say they do something to you, and then you, like, confront them about it, and they're like, me? I never did that. Like, I can't believe you think I would do that to you. You know what I mean? Like, instead of, like, taking responsibility or ownership for whatever mistake they did, they completely turn it on you, you know? Right, and they make you feel like Like you're you're the crazy crazy one. (laughs) That is so toxic and definitely not cool. Um, definitely if someone tries to compete with you constantly, um, I think if they like, like, okay, like I'm going to go see Harry Styles this weekend. Oh no, I'm going to go see Harry Styles and Justin Bieber. Like I'm doing all of this, like, you know, or that's just an example. I don't know, but it's the first thing that came to my head, but you know what I mean? Like they're constantly trying to like one up you and like see you like below them. And yeah. that they don't treat you as an equal. Definitely. Which is so, like, toxic. Yeah. Um, For me, um, I think when you start finding your conversations awkward with that person, mm-hmm. that's kind of a clue that you know, like, okay, it feels awkward when I'm yeah. with this person and it's just uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, when you feel like they're holding you back from doing something just because you feel like your friend's going to get mad at you for something. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, anybody that's holding you back from anything is just a toxic trait, I think. Yeah. Um, and let me see. When you don't enjoy hanging out with them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Like, you feel, like, like drained after it or something. Yeah, it's like they drain all your energy, and it's just, you know, like, wow. It feels like like a chore and not, like, something you want to do. Exactly. So I think um, those are some traits that I can relate with. Yeah. And um, I would definitely add um, not feeling support from your friend. 
or feeling like they're like clapping for you when you win. You know, they're just yeah. Not there and for they you. they really get a kick out of it when you're going through something, and it's oh, like yeah. their misery. Your misery yeah. is like, like they're on top of the world. Yeah, they're they're so happy and they're entertained by it, and they just love it. Or like if you fail at something, they're the first ones to be like, "Ha!" <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Like they're not like yeah. they're trying to like be like, "Oh no, it's just a mistake." Like you'll get back up. Like they're not consoling yeah. you. Like they're you need literally... people to motivate you and encourage you and inspire you. Yeah, um, you don't need people who put to, you down. Who put you down and you know and make you feel like you're shit. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, so going into that, I have another point of people who just make you feel bad about yourself. Like, if you're around people that make you feel bad about yourself, please get out of there as quick as you can. Like, you don't need that around you. Like, once you get that from other people, you're going to start believing that about yourself, and that's the last thing you want, you know? Yeah. Words of affirmation every morning, guys. <laughs> yeah. Positive affirmations. Yeah, those, those help really a lot. help a In lot. In the mirror, specifically, those help. So, next topic, subtopic. Um, so, I feel like I talked to you about this before. Um, high maintenance and low maintenance friends, the difference between them, you know? So, a high maintenance friend is someone who constantly needs to be hung out with, constantly needs to be texting you every day, needs plans every weekend, needs to know that you're like, you know, they just need constant contact. So, like type thing you know and then a low maintenance friend would be someone who you know you talk to once in a while whenever you have time and they reciprocate that same energy to you and when you hang out it's like literally right where you left off type thing and like it's like just a friend that you see once in a while not someone you see every single day like it's like a it's like a cool thing when you're like oh I'm hanging out with so-and-so this weekend and, like, that's sick for you because you haven't seen them in a while, you know? Right. I think those are the best type of friendships. I mean, it also depends <laughs> on the person, for sure. Like, and, like, you're saying that, so I'm assuming you're a low-maintenance friend. I am a low-maintenance friend. Yeah. I really am. And I think everybody that's friends with me can tell you that. Yeah, for sure. I definitely am a low-maintenance friend now, and I definitely um, prioritize my alone time a lot now. Um, but... When I was younger, for sure, like in high school, I was definitely a high-maintenance friend, but it also comes with, you know, insecurities and stuff like that or just needing someone constantly there. Like, I don't know if you guys listened to my episode, The Importance of being of Taking Time for Yourself. Like, that tells you there, like, how I was when I was younger. But it was hard for me to be alone, so I always needed to be with someone. So that's why I think that fed into be, me being a high-maintenance friend. By the way, only talking from personal experience, if you're a high-maintenance friend, no hate to you. I think it's cool. But I specifically am a low-maintenance friend, and I need to find some low-maintenance friends. I have some, but definitely need more, you know? Yeah, um, I think uh, I have a few friends who are... um, Actually, I think all, I'm going to say most of my friends are low maintenance. I think I have one or two who are high maintenance. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's okay, you know, because, um, you know, we're still good friends, but it's hard to keep up sometimes, you know, and sometimes they take it a little personal or they get upset and you kind of just got to let them know, you know, sometimes life gets in the way and it's nothing personal. Yeah, for sure. I think that communi- that's where communication comes in, like, as key for friendships, for sure. 
Definitely. So I have this poem that I want to share with you. It's I was re- I was reading it. It's a book. Well, it's a poetry and prose book called Here at Dawn by Boo Bo Tap Taplin. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but I've I think this this poem's absolutely beautiful. So, um, you ready for it? Ready. Go ahead. Okay. So it's called A True Friend. Let this now be a time to give thanks to those true friends in your life, those who applaud your successes and soften your falls, those who join you in joy through the highs and tears through the downs, those who point out the way when you lose sight of your path, those who accept you without judgment and help you know your own light, those true friends above all else, inspire you to be a kinder friend to yourself. Do you like it? Yeah, that's very nice. I know. I thought when I read that, I was like, this is like an amazing poem. It is. Very nice. So do you have any true friends like that, like the way they described it? I do. I actually have some friends over 20 plus years and, you know, um, they've always been very loyal to me, very honest and trustworthy. And I think those are really um, important qualities in a friend. For sure. Um, yeah, so I also think that it's very important to have supportive friends, you know, um, that support you in good times and bad times mm-hmm. and who are always there for you when you need them. Yeah. Um, just like the book said, you know, your poem that you just read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important um, for them not to be judgmental towards you and just, you know, give you an ear and, and listen yeah. to what you have to say. And, and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, for sure. That poem made me really happy because it did make me think of true friends that I do have in my life that I feel like I neglect to acknowledge sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they definitely are there, and it's, like, really nice to know that they are. Yeah, and sometimes we take things for granted, yeah. you know, and we don't appreciate um, those people, but those people are the ones who are always there. Those are your true friends. And, yeah. You know, those people are the ones who are always there, again, in good and bad times. And for those, sure. And then, you know, when something happens is when you really realize... Who's who there for you. Who's there for you mm-hmm. and who's not there for you. Yeah, for sure. So over... Over my um, 41 years of life, (laughs) you know, I've had um, some ups and downs, and um, the people in my circle have always been there in those times. So amazing. We're still friends, and I continue to be loyal. Mm -hmm. And when I don't like something or we have some disagreement, we talk about it. Yeah. I mean, that's what it should be. Because that's what you do. You Mm -hmm. talk about it, um, and then you just work out your differences. Yeah, for sure. So that kind of goes into my next question for you and some, and I mean, subtopic, whatever. It's qualities you value in friends. So what are like some top three qualities that you value in friends? For me, number one is loyalty. Loyalty, yeah. Yeah. Um, trustworthy, you know, mm-hmm. somebody I can trust um, and is not going to go gossip my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and somebody who 
makes me feel loved. Mm. You know, That's nice. somebody who makes me feel loved and um, appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's just to go have a cup of coffee yeah. or um, sit down and have a meal together and just talk about how we're doing, yeah. you know, and um, just catching up. Catching up, and you know, I think that's really important. Um, but yeah, that's important to me. For me, I would definitely say I gravitate to kind people. Mm-hmm. I love people like in my friends, like, I love when they're kind or they go out of their way to help people. I just love that, and I feel like when they do that, it inspires me even more to do that too. Sure. So I definitely gravitate towards kind people. Um, I feel like I gravitate a lot towards outgoing people. Like, so I love it when my friends are outgoing because sometimes I can be like a little reserved, you know? Yeah. But I feel like there's also times like when I really know you, I'm very outgoing and I'll say whatever I need to say, you know? Mm-hmm. But it also depends. It's just me getting to know you. And I really like when my friends are outgoing because they bring that out of me, you know? Right. It inspires so you. It inspires me, yeah. And definitely um, what you said with trustworthiness, I I really respect that. Um, and, like, trustworthy on- honesty. Like, I'd rather you be straight up with me and tell me something to my face instead of behind my back for sure like if you if like you have to be like oh Gina's pissing me off I'd rather you say that to my face like what am I doing instead of you telling Kimberly that I'm pissing you off you know what I mean right definitely like I'd rather have that be done and I really value when someone is straight up with me because I know I'm gonna be straight up with them too like I'm not gonna be beat around the bush I'm not the type of person to be like do the do that you know Mm -hmm. so um just like you got it from you (laughs) um but yeah it could be a good thing and a bad thing yeah like I said a double-edged sword I always say that but um so that goes into another segue type thing so what are some qualities you value for yourself to give in friendships like I know you want that in friendship but what do you try to give I think it's important to give what you want to receive for sure Um, so I've always tried my best to be real, Mm -hmm. loyal yeah, and trustworthy, yeah, you know, and anyone that knows me can tell you that, you know, that's good friends with me can tell you that, um, if I have something to say to them, I'll say it to them, Yeah, you know, and it won't be behind their back. It'll be right to their their face. face. So, um, again, that could be a good and a bad thing. It depends on the person. It depends on the person. But over the years, I've learned to have more empathy for others. Yeah. And I've learned to really um, say things in a different way where I'm, when I'm not, where, you know, I'm not going to hurt somebody yeah. by what I'm going to say. You really think before you speak. So I really <laughs> I have can practiced see that, that progress. a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can, I can see that. So I do think before I speak um, now, and I've gotten a lot better with it. Um, you know, I used to struggle with it a lot yeah. before. Um, but over the years, I've improved. And I think it's very important to um, be able to have that connection with your friends where you can just sit down and say, hey, you know, 
this and this and, you know, I don't like this or this yeah. is going on. And, you know, I think it's important that you have that um, you connection. Do, yeah, and you can do that. And that you can do that because, you know, that's valuing your friendship with someone. For sure. Yeah, I definitely value that in a friendship now because, you know, my past experience, like I didn't realize how much it affected me and I'm sure it affected that other person too of not being able to really voice how we were feeling about each other, you know? So um, qualities I like to value for myself to give to others would definitely be like I want to send them positivity and like uplift them because I know I love it when I receive that too. Like it just makes me feel good. So I know that if I give that to other people, like they'll appreciate that, I hope. Um... And I definitely try to um, be a good listener. Like, I really, like, pride myself in being a good listener. And if they need advice, obviously they'll ask. But I feel like I am very good at, like, digesting what my friends have to say and, like, trying to give them a different perspective if they need it or really just be someone to listen, you know? listen to how they're feeling or their problems, you know. Right. I, I really like to do that for my friends. And then probably my last one, I would say, like, I just try to be very, like, laid back, nonchalant, because I feel like if I'm, like, too serious about things with my friends, like, it kind of ruins things for me and probably them too, maybe. So I don't like to be that serious, but I am a pretty serious person, but I try to be laid back. Yeah, I, I'm a pretty serious person. I get that from you. <laughs> like I feel. I don't like, mean to. I think it's like that. What they say, the the bitch resting face. No, the resting bitch resting face. bitch face. Sorry, I said mom. it wrong, guys. Um, <laughs> but can you edit that? I don't. No, like that. mom, it's good. I'm keeping it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> I'm keeping it. We're keeping it raw. Um, yeah. So. Definitely, I feel like I can be very serious, but I feel like it also depends on just, like, you know, my mood. Like, if I'm not in a good mood, and you best believe I'm going to be so serious. <laughs> I'm going to be very serious. Yeah, okay. But, uh, so, speaking of qualities, our next topic, subtopic, is signs, like, zodiac signs, and, like, who we're compatible with, or experiences we had with certain signs. So to give everyone a good, like, basis to who we are, um, my sun sign is a Libra, my moon is a Sagittarius, and my rising sign is an Aries. So very air and fiery, very spicy. So, Mom, what's yours? So I'm a Leo. Mm -hmm. That's my sun. Um, My moon is a Sagittarius, and my rising is a Leo. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You're all fire. I am a fire. Yeah, Fire sign. Firecracker. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like with Leos, like, y'all are very, like, intimidating. Like, just even having you as my mom, like, I feel like you're just such an intimidating person, and I've, like, heard from other people, like, our family, like, you don't play around like that's just the vibe you give off like being a leo woman like leo men i feel like it's a little different like sure they're like you know like you know they're strong but i just don't get that same vibe like as i do from leo women like 
Yeah, you so I get I mean? that a lot. Yeah, I know you get that a lot. <laughs> I get that a lot. I mean, I guess it's just, um, I don't know. I, it's your vibe. I, it has a lot to do your with aura. my sign, my aura. I mean, nothing I can really help, you know. Um, I try to smile more now <laughs> just to come out and be a little bit more friendly, you know. Yeah. And I don't seem like I'm, I don't want to intimidate anybody. But yeah. I think I have heard that and... People have said to me, you know, at first when you when I first meet you, you can be a little bit intimidating. But then yeah. when I get to know you, oh my God, you're like so sweet and you have like the biggest heart. Like I can't. I and then I think about when I first met you, and it's like you're not the same person. Yeah, because um, well, your son is a Leo, and I feel like they can be very like loving, like you said, and have big hearts. But they also give off this intimidation like you guys are lions like you know what I mean yeah so and that's your rising sign so that's what people first see when they meet you so they get that you know they get that vibe like oh she don't play like that's scary yeah which I don't play though no you really don't but you know what I mean like yeah you just like you you it's like you get that resting bitch face and you just you're set up it is what it I is. I have like you know, such a bad RBF. I love myself for who I am. <laughs> I have such a bad RBF. I've been told that so many times, and people are like, "I thought you were actually the biggest bitch," and I'm like, "I'm really not." If you get past my cold exterior, <laughs> like I don't know, um, and that's because I feel like I'm an Aries, like <laughs> Aries oh. rising sign. Like that's definitely what it is. Like, feisty. I, I seem very feisty on the outside, but I'm really not. Like I'm a Libra. I'm very cool, like laid back and just I I like to be balanced. So I don't really like I'm not out there like. But you can be very feisty. I gotta say, but and that's I think definitely it's probably my Sagittarius and Aries side coming yeah. out. Like I feel like. I feel like I'm feisty with people I really care about and feisty. I'm like, I feel comfortable to be feisty around, but people like I'm not, I'm going to be like, you know, yeah, whatever. But I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like that's me. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you see as me being Libra? Like, what do you notice? Well, you are very laid back. You're very balanced. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can put me in my place sometimes. You balance me. <laughs> like I balance you out? Yeah, you balance me out sometimes. And, you know, and, and it just makes me laugh sometimes because I'm just like, whoa, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about things, you know, because once upon a time I could go from zero to 100 really quick. Yeah. I think now, um, you know, I practice mindfulness a lot. I don't go from zero to 100 anymore like I used to. Mm -hmm. I used to blow up really quick, but that's not the Marta anymore. (laughs) Um, And I definitely don't do that anymore, um, but it has taken me a long time to get where I am. So I can imagine a Leo like me who doesn't practice mindfulness will blow up and go zero to from zero to a hundred. Yeah. So I guess it just really depends on the person. Oh, for sure. And like your different moon signs and rising signs. Yeah. And your whole chart really. Everyone's different. And I think that's what's amazing. But yeah, that's crazy. Okay. So what signs do you get along with? Like what signs specifically? Like a Gemini or like what? Like 
Give like a real sign like that you find that you get along with very well. So I get along really well with Libras and Geminis. Mm. And Geminis. <laughs> and for some reasons, Libras are always in my life. They're all over so my many. life. I have so many Libras in my life. Um, just, just to give you guys a quick idea, my brother and I are both Libras, so that's cool. And my dog, Mikey, is also a Libra. <laughs> And my brother's a Libra. Yeah, you have so many other Libras. I have cousins who are Libras. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> Friends who are Libras. Um, so many Libras in my life, um, and they're all very special to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a... And then Gemini, my best friend is a Gemini. Yeah. Um, and I get along really well with Gemini. My niece is a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get, ar- we get along really well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get along with earth signs too much for some reason. I can't, I don't know why. That was my next question. But it seems like we clash a lot. That was my next question. She's she's hosting the podcast, guys. (laughs) I was sticking to the ones like we do because then I was going to be like, oh, I get along with this. But it's fine. So just go with what you don't, who you don't get along with. Yeah, so I think I don't get along with earth signs. Um, I noticed that whenever I meet an earth sign, it's just like, we, um, it's just a cordial thing and it's like, we don't really click yeah, or connect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have noticed that. And then I know a few people and it's just like, you know, we're okay, but we've never been close. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah. I get what you mean. What about water signs? Water signs? Um, it's a 50, 50. <laughs> <laughs> It's a 50-50, but I think I get along more with um, air signs and definitely with fire signs. Yeah. Like, I get along with Sagittarius. Um, I have a Sagittarius friend who I get along with really well. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Fire signs for me and air signs. True. Um, air signs just make you guys bigger. Expand the fire. That's what oxygen <laughs> does to fire. I'm serious. All right, I, if I'm wrong, then that's embarrassing, but I feel like I'm right. <laughs> okay. Um, so for me, I feel like I get along with very well as my air signs, too. Like, like my my boyfriend, obviously, is a Gemini. Ashley's a Gemini. That's By the way, she said her niece. It's Ashley. She's been on the podcast before. But, like, yeah, like, I feel like I get along with air signs very well like me and cj get along very well because we're both libras and i just feel like that's a thing and i feel like i do get along with um water signs but i feel like the most those are probably the ones i clash with the most like for some odd reason i clash with them like i think it's more of like um like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of room for disagreement between us, which is cool because we come from different perspectives, but it's annoying because there's a lot of, like, arguing. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I definitely, I think I I try, I, I get along with earth signs for sure, but it's definitely not as seamless as it would be with air signs and fire signs. Like, I find that I get, I get along with fire signs very well. Yeah. Like, that's really cool for me, and I like that. What's a Virgo? Virgo is an earth sign. Right? Yeah, Virgo is yeah, an earth sign. Like with Virgos, um, you know, I don't really get along with Virgos that <laughs> that much. Now that I think about it, I was just thinking because I know a few Virgos that I, you know, um, it's just a high buy thing, really. Um, yeah. I think I only know like one Virgo that I really 
get along, get along with. with. But every other Virgo that I know, and I know some that are related to me, we just don't get along. I think that also factors into like the rising and moon sign too, though, because remember everyone's different. Yeah. So it can be compatible. You can be compatible in different aspects, but from like a sun sign perspective, definitely for me a harder time with water signs and a little bit hard time with earth signs but not really and a really good time with fire signs like we get along way better than we used to but also that's i think just like a mother-daughter relationship yeah yeah definitely for sure yeah but but we get along we're no, libra yeah, we, and a libra leo, leo. yeah we get along we're compatible we are compatible <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well that's pretty much it what i have for today so we ought to end on astrolo- astrological signs. I think that's a good place to end because there's so many ways you can talk about that. But, yeah, so I just want to say thank you to my mom for being on this podcast. So thank you, Mom. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. <laughs> good. I'm glad you had fun. Even um, though you don't want to edit that piece where okay, I messed oh up. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. You're still thinking about it. <laughs> I know you are. Okay, so... um. I just want to say thank you guys for listening and I want you guys to have a like a great rest of your day and I also want you guys to follow us on Instagram at the the FYM podcast. If you guys need to see it, it's in the description. But thank you guys so much. Bye. Say bye mom. Bye everyone. <laughs>